T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hi! Welcome into the Fantasy Football Sunday podcast. I am your host, Steven Serta. You can check my wide receiver rankings, which I released yesterday. My top 75 wide receivers headed into the 2019 NFL season in fantasy football. Make sure you check those out at 610sports.com. I'm just going to run through a few quick wide receiver observations that I have from last season. Well, really, from last season, but how they correlate to this season. I'm not going to go through all 75 wide receivers because, frankly, I don't have time to do that. I don't think you have time to listen to that. And if you do, you probably need to check your priorities. But I've got a lot going on today, so I'm just going to burn through these really quick to give you some quick observations. And then you can check out my rankings and tell me what you think. So a few people had me in my top 75 wide receivers heading the next season. I did not rank Chiefs wide receiver Tyreek Hill. And a lot of people were asking me why I didn't do that. Some people were mad at me because I didn't do that. I'm not going to rank Tyreek Hill as of right now because as of right now, Tyreek Hill is not going to be in my game plan as far as my really, really early mock drafts and stuff like that are going. I would absolutely take him if he's still on the board in the final round of your draft. You know, if nothing comes of his legal problems, uh, as much as that is hard for me to stomach, if nothing comes of his legal issues and he plays all 16 games next season, I mean, this is fantasy football. You, you want guys who are going to produce on your roster and Tyree Kill is, if he, if he plays next season, Tyree Kill is a top five wide receiver in the NFL. Like if, if it, if it comes out next week that Tyree Kill is going to play all next season, and he's not going to be suspended in any capacity. He will be available for the Chiefs by training camp. Then he, I will update my rankings, and he will be a top-five wide receiver because Tyreek Hill, with Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback, is a legitimate you know, 14, 1,500-yard, 12-touchdown wide receiver, and those are top-five wide receiver numbers. And he finished as, you know, the, the top wide receiver in fantasy last year because of his explosive play ability. On to my number six wide receiver, my guy, Juju Smith-Schuster. You know how much I love Juju? Juju was a, uh, he was taken in my, in my champion, in my championship fantasy league last season. It's my most competitive league. It's the biggest league that I'm in. And it is absolutely cutthroat. Juju was actually my first wide receiver taken off the board. I went heavy running backs early. Then I was able to land Juju Smith-Schuster in the fourth round as my top wide receiver. And that worked out very, very well for me last season. He had 111 catches. He had 1,400 yards and seven touchdowns. He was a a focal point in that high-octane Pittsburgh Steelers passing attack. Now, this season, it's not going to have Antonio Brown. Um... So you're you're a little bit worried about Juju maybe because you don't know how he's going to expand his role as a true number one wide receiver without Antonio Brown to take up a lot of those targets. Antonio Brown had a ton of touchdowns last season. And Juju plays out of the slot quite a bit. But Juju's going to be just fine. Steelers are going to continue to pass a ton. He's going to get a ton of volume. 
Ben doesn't care. Ben's going to air it out. Ben's going to have some five interception games because that's just Ben at this point in his career. But Juju's going to eat a ton of those targets. And the Steelers are one of the best franchises in the NFL at developing wide receivers. Honestly, I'm surprised that it took them this long to move on from Antonio Brown because that's generally what they've done in the past. Now, they haven't had a wide receiver quite as special as A.B., so that makes sense that they would keep him around as long as they did, especially for as long as he was a team player before he decided that he wasn't going to play ball with them anymore. Juju is going to be just fine. I think James Washington's going to have a significant role in this passing offense. They also signed Dante Moncrief in the offseason, which Dante Moncrief, he was a guy that I liked a lot a few years back when he was still with the Colts. Um, he hasn't really translated into the type of consistent wide receiver that you would like, but he's going to have a role in this passing offense. I mean, I don't know that he's somebody... I would draft early on. I'd rather take a flyer on their rookie wide receiver, Deontay Johnson, which everything I've read about him so far. And when I was at the NFL draft in Nashville, everybody was just like, this is why the Steelers are the best NFL franchise at drafting wide receivers because Deontay Johnson looks like Antonio Brown. Like he's got a, he's got an opportunity to be a really, really good player for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he could have an impact next season for them as well. I don't expect him to come out and put up, you know, juju rookie type numbers, but he's going to have a role as well. So, I mean, Dante Moncrief's not a guy that I'm probably going to be drafting. I'd rather take a shot on Deontay Johnson or James Washington, but obviously, juju. Top 10 wide receiver. He's my number six wide receiver, and you should feel confident about that. I feel like I was a little frugal with my initial wide receiver rankings, and I will update these uh, throughout the offseason as we get to training camp. You know, guys get injured, and uh, we learn a little bit more about different players, get a little bit more of an update, and I try to keep tabs on all NFL teams because this is what I do. This is this is what I really love, and so I will update those, and I, I feel like with my initial rankings, I was a little hesitant to uh, to just really take some shots because there's guys that I that I love a little bit more than guys that have had more success in the past. Now, sometimes that has to do with youth. My number 22 wide receiver, a guy like Calvin Ridley, who had 10 touchdowns as a rookie, an incredible player coming out of Alabama for the Atlanta Falcons. Calvin Ridley is a special, special wide receiver. Julio Jones, obviously the top wide receiver for the Atlanta Falcons, and Julio Jones is in my top five. I believe he's my number two or number three wide receiver. Julio Jones, a special generational type of wide receiver. Calvin Ridley, very, very, very good player. And as a rookie, he had 10 touchdowns, but he never saw a ton of targets. The most targets he saw in a single game all last season was 13. For the most part, he never saw more than... Double-digit targets. That was the only time he actually saw double-digit targets in a single game all last season. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that he's a rookie and uh, Matt Ryan probably trusted Mohamed Sanu a little bit more than he trusted the rookie Calvin Ridley. But Calvin Ridley, right now at this point in his career, is already a stud route runner. And we, we saw that coming out of Alabama. That's something they work on really, really well there in the way that they develop their wide receivers, as we've seen over the years. But Calvin Ridley's going to take up a ton of targets in this passing game this upcoming season because the Atlanta Falcons know he's more talented than Muhammad Sue. Muhammad Sue had 94 targets all last season. Calvin Ridley had 92 targets. 
Like I would have to imagine that that is going to go up in this passing offense. Like it, it just has to. And you know, I know their their running game struggled a little bit last year with Tevin Coleman as the lead back because Devontae Freeman was out all season. I like Tevin Coleman personally, but yeah, he wasn't particularly special last season. I would have to imagine that Julio Jones' usage is going to go down a little bit too. His last season, he was absolutely absurd. Julio Jones had 170 targets in 2018. Some of that is going to go Calvin Ridley's way this year. I think Calvin Ridley should probably be moving up draft boards. The number 23 wide receiver, a guy that a lot of people were probably disappointed in last season. It's kind of what I expected. Allen Robinson signed a big contract with the Chicago Bears. He was coming off of an ACL tear. Got a little bit more money than I thought. I thought he was going to be treated like a uh, Alshon Jeffrey where he was going to get you know, maybe like a one-year deal, prove that he was healthy, get an opportunity to go out and uh, really prove that he could be that number one wide receiver and then maybe get an extension. Chicago Bears decided to give him a full contract. I don't think it was so much on Allen Robinson. You know, Mitch is kind of a conservative quarterback, and he spreads the ball around a ton. Like Taylor Gabriel had 93 targets, Tyreek Cohen had 91 targets, and Allen Robinson led the way with 94 targets. Mitch Trubisky just spreads the ball around a ton. You know, last season was his first year with Allen Robinson. And Allen Robinson was a big free agent pickup for them. I think that he's going to get more involved with the Bears this upcoming season. I would have to imagine that that's on Matt Nagy's to-do list is to get Allen Robinson more involved. Because Allen Robinson is their number one wide receiver. Like, he, he's the, he's their, their deep threat jump ball guy. And so, and they've got speed guys that can stretch the field. But if you need somebody to go up and get it and make a play, Allen Robinson's your guy. So I'd have to imagine they're going to try to get him more involved. Number 33, wide receiver, Will Fuller. And again, these are these are guys that I'm going over these guys because these are guys that I am particularly fond of and guys that I will probably be targeting in a lot of my fantasy drafts. Will Fuller coming off another major injury. And the Texans just picked up Will Fuller's fifth-year option. He's obviously had injury problems, but man... When he has been on the field with Deshaun Watson, he is a big play threat waiting to happen. He can stretch the field with some of the best wide receivers in the NFL. And if he can just find a way to stay healthy, I've got faith in him as a fantasy player because he's been an absolute monster when Deshaun Watson has been under center. Now they got Kiki Cutie, who was who was good at points last season, and Deshaun Watson's been raving about him. Uh, all off season, and he seems to be ready to take a step forward. He was hurt a lot last year as well. If they can get those wide receivers healthy in Houston, they might have one of the most dynamic passing games in the NFL because I don't need to tell you about DeAndre Hopkins. He's my number one ranked wide receiver, and he's my number one ranked wide receiver for a damn good reason. Number 39, D.D. Westbrook. This Jacksonville Jags offense is a little bit intriguing. Um, I don't really know what to make of it. Um, D.D. Westbrook led them in targets last season. They're getting Marquise Lee back, who Marquise Lee has had some good seasons in Jacksonville. Uh, but I think D.D. Westbrook's probably the most talented wide receiver that they have on the roster right now. And I would expect him to probably be the most valuable guy. So he's just inside my top 40 wide receivers. So he'd probably be, if I'm going to target anybody from Jacksonville, when Nick Foles at quarterback, is probably going to be D.D. Um but he's more of a stretch the field kind of guy, slot type of guy, whereas a uh, a Keelan Cole is more of a jump ball wide receiver. Now, now that's kind of more Nick Foles' game is the is the just I'm just gonna uh, I'm just gonna sling it. I'm just gonna fling it downfield and let my guy go up and get the football. And he did that a lot with Alshon Jeffrey in Philadelphia, and he's gonna do that a lot 
in Jacksonville. I think I'm still targeting D.D. Westbrook, but I'm probably going to stay away from Jacksonville wide receivers a little bit if I can. Oh, yeah. I forgot about my number 27 wide receiver, so we're going to backtrack a little bit here. This is a guy I will be targeting heavy in every single draft that I am in this year. Number 27 wide receiver Mike Williams of the Los Angeles Chargers. He is headed into year number three. Now, remember, he pretty much lost his rookie season because of injury. Last season was essentially his rookie year. Had 43 catches for 664 yards and 10 touchdowns because he is a massive wide receiver. He is a huge body. He's only 24 years old, but he's 6'3", 205 pounds. He can go up and get the football, and Phillip Rivers is going to throw it to him. Now, the Chargers still have Keenan Allen, of course. He's probably still going to be their top target, and Keenan Allen's still a very, very talented wide receiver. But I think Mike Williams still has potential to be a legitimate number one wide receiver if given the opportunity, and he's still developing as a player. They had Tyrell Williams last year in Los Angeles, who had 41 catches for 653 yards. He also had five touchdowns. And he had 65 targets to Mike Williams, 66 targets. And Keenan Allen just leading the way, an absolute monster with 136 targets for the Los Angeles Chargers. I just believe that Mike Williams is primed and ready to take a huge step forward. Chargers, you know, healthy Melvin Gordon is a top five or six running back in the NFL. They're getting Hunter Henry back, who we saw his rookie season. He is a very talented tight end like that team is just going to be better this season Mike Williams is going to take another leap forward and I expect him to be a have a significant significant role in that passing attack that 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 entire roster top to bottom is arguably the best roster in the NFL Mike Williams is going to have a massive role on that team and I really really love Mike Williams so I will absolutely be targeting him in almost every draft that I am in jumping back up Number 51 wide receiver, and I'm sure Chiefs fans will get pissed at me again, just because, just like they didn't like where I had Damian Williams ranked in my running back rankings. Probably not going to like where I have my number 51 wide receiver, Chiefs rookie Miko Hardman. Some of this is, I think that Miko Hardman looks like he is a very good player. I'm excited to see him in training camp. I tend to, uh, I tend to, I tend to slow down on rookies a little bit until I see them in person for myself. Um, Yo, even even Tyreek Hill's rookie season when he went out to training camp and you watched him in practice, you could see like this dude's a difference maker. This dude's a little bit different than these other cats out here. Like this guy has potential. And you could you you could see that with different guys in practice and in training camp. And so I want to see Miko Hardman in person. Um now now that I do a midday show, it's kind of hard for me to get to practice during the week in OTAs like I used to. I they used to be my favorite thing was to head out to Arrowhead during practice and stuff like that, so I could see some of these guys getting up close look at them. I'll probably have to wait till training camp this year to do that. I mean, Chiefs fans are kind of expect. It's as if the Chiefs fans are expecting him to have like one of the best rookie wide receiver seasons ever because he's just got Patrick Mahomes. Now, Patrick Mahomes is an incredibly talented player, arguably the best quarterback in the NFL, and he's only headed into year number three. I mean, we're expecting him to have. You're expecting Miko Hardman to have. You know, if you're going to draft him reasonably high in your fantasy football drafts, then you're expecting him to be like something close to a thousand yard wide receiver and have like eight touchdowns. And I, I'm just not convinced that he's going to do that. I mean, like some of the best wi- recent wide receiver seasons, like Julio Jones' rookie season, he had 959 yards and eight touchdowns. Keenan Allen, which was that historic rookie wide receiver season, had 71 catches over a thousand yards and eight touchdowns. 
A.J. Green, rookie season. 1,000 yards, 7 touchdowns, 65 catches. Michael Thomas of the Saints had a ridiculous rookie season. 92 catches, 1,100 yards, and 9 touchdowns. Mike Evans, 1,000 yards, 12 touchdowns. Odell Beckham, the most ridiculous rookie season. 1,300 yards and 12 touchdowns. A lot of these guys were drafted pretty high. Uh, my, you know, Michael Thomas and uh, Keenan Allen were were. I think Michael Thomas was second round pick. Keenan Allen was what third round pick. But most of these guys were high end draft picks, and so we're expecting Miko Hardman to have this incredible rookie season. I'm not saying he's not going to be a fun player, and he's not going to have his moments. And he's not going to be able to find a way to be productive. I'm just not going to move him really high up my draft boards. Now, obviously, because he's in the Chiefs offense, he's a guy that I'm going to take a look at before I take a look at a guy like my number 66 wide receiver, A.J. Brown. I love A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown, I think, is maybe my favorite rookie wide receiver. Um, I just have him so low down my draft board because I have absolutely no faith in the Tennessee Titans offense. Like, like just zero. And I have no faith in Marcus Mariota. I have no faith in the other pass catchers around him. I know they probably get Delaney Walker back. Um, and they've got Corey Davis, who has been really, really inconsistent. And maybe he will figure it out eventually because he's got all the traits as a top wide receiver. But we haven't seen it yet. And I think A.J. AJ Brown has a chance to be a really special player. This dude's only 21 years old. He's one of the best route runners coming out of the draft. He's one of the best rookie route runners that you're going to see in the NFL this year probably. And I think he's going to be a very good player. I just have no faith in that Titans passing offense, but he's still somebody that I want to look at because if you're not going, if a lot of people are overlooking him because of the Titans passing attack, I'll take AJ Green in the 14th round of my fantasy football draft. I'll take a flyer on not AJ Green. I'll take a flyer on AJ Brown, rookie wide receiver for the Tennessee Titans because I like his skill set quite a bit. So I'll give him an opportunity. Those are the guys that I'm going to be looking at heavily in a lot of my fantasy drafts this season. Uh, you can tweet me at Steven Serta. You can also follow us at 610 Sports KC. Make sure you download the radio.com app. Make sure you're subscribing to all of our content. And make sure you check out my weekly fantasy football rankings at 610sports.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T Mobile.com. 